0: Welcome, I'm Vana. Thank you for joining me as we seek more peace and purpose in our lives. Once upon a time, as soon as I hear those words, I'm all ears and I settle in to hear the rest of what's sure to be an entertaining story. Today we're going to bring your once upon a time story to life. Your story about time what you've done with your time, and what you think about time. Today, we're picking up our conversation that we started last episode about our experience with time. If you haven't listened to episode 75 yet, you might want to start there. It's called Time Piece 101. We're going to focus on time for a few episodes because it has such a big influence on our experience here on earth. Last time, I suggested that you think about your relationship with time, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Our time beliefs run deep in both our culture and in our own personal mindset. Listen to some of the things that we hear people say so often. There's never enough time. Time is passing. Time is fleeting. Time flies. Time seems to go faster than it used to. There's not enough hours in the day. I'm out of time. That's a waste of time. I don't have enough time. It's too late. There's no time to lose. I'm in a time crunch and time is running out. I bet you can think of more than I missed. You can hear that scarcity mindset in all of this, can't you? We really believe that there isn't enough time. Many of our beliefs about time and how we use it are so negative, aren't they? This is where we need to start. We're going to dive in and uncover all your discouraging, limiting thoughts about you and time, because it's your beliefs and your feelings that drive all the decisions you make and the actions you take. So we need to understand that to take charge of it. It's like when you slowly realize that your dining room seems a little dimmer and darker than usual. So you look up and realize, oh, a few of the chandelier bulbs have burned out. And then you have to take out the old burned out bulbs and replace them with new bright bulbs to light up your dining room. It's amazing how a small change like that makes the room so much more welcoming. Well, our old time beliefs are like burned out bulbs that we need to remove and replace with more enlightening and empowering thoughts. Then we can see more clearly what we want to do with our time and we can enjoy more energy to do it. With a little intentional effort, you can unravel any patterns of disordered thinking and behavior and create new patterns of life Balanced on God's purpose for your time here on earth and the things that fill you with joy and fulfillment. So, let's talk more about your relationship with time. In a book called Time Peace, the author Ellen Santilli Vaughn wrote How we experience time will depend on our real, deeply held perspectives about God, life, death, and eternity. Remember that while years and days are set by God through the Earth's revolution, we are where the detailed measurement of time comes from. Humans designed clocks and calendars to set time, and our minds, our bodies, and our spirits have been conditioned to that measurement, for better or worse. So what is your relationship with time? Let's have a DTR, as my kids used to call it a conversation with someone that you're dating to define the relationship. So let's determine your relationship with time. In any good DTR conversation, there's going to be some deep questions. So here we go. I'm going to offer you 11 questions to ask yourself, and I'll put these in the show notes so you can copy and paste them later. If you want to create a better relationship with time, then you need to know where you stand now. So I suggest that you journal about these 11 questions and see what you can learn about yourself. We all have a story about our experience with time and how we've used our time, how we feel about time, what we tried to do to manage our time. So let's think about your once upon a time the epic once in all eternity experience that you've had on earth so far and how you want the rest of the story to go until you finally get to the happily ever after part. So write about your relationship with time and start with these 11 questions and then anything else that comes up. Don't try to edit it. Just get it down on paper. So here are some of these questions. One, what do I think about time? Two, do I feel like I have enough time? Three, why don't I have enough time? Four, what have I tried to do to manage my time and how's that worked for me? Five, what three emotions do I have about time most often? They could be positive or negative. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed. Busy, frustrated, discouraged, or maybe it's grateful, proud, or excited. Six, what do I think about myself and how I use my time? Seven, do I believe I've used my time well? When did I or didn't I? Eight, what are the best things I've done with my time? Or you could think of it as, what am I proud of for doing with my time? Nine, what do I regret most about how I've used my time so far? Ten, what do I really want to do with my time, but I don't do it yet? And eleven, what are the most rewarding things I could do with the rest of my time on earth? After answering these questions, what did you learn about yourself and your relationship with time? This is your time story the way you understand it today. How do you feel when you think about this story? What is the title of your time story? What do you want the title to be when you get to the end of your story? This story has been on repeat for years, and it's formed the way that you think of yourself in relationship to time. In fact, it's created your time identity. You think of yourself as someone who is either using your time wisely, or someone who wastes time, or all kinds of things because of the way that you've been thinking, the story that you've been telling yourself about time. I believe there are two good things that we can do with our time stories. One is to rewrite them in a more positive way with compassion for ourselves. Remember in the last episode, we talked about how we didn't create the broken time culture that we've grown up in. We just landed in it. So all of us have been adversely affected by this culture So we can have some compassion for our past selves and all the self-judgment and frustration that came from trying to fit into impossible expectations. So look back over your story. How can you see that you are the hero of this story, that you have been doing the best with what you knew? You could even rewrite your title from this compassionate perspective. I think my old time story used to be called Vana never measures up. But now I think of it as Vana keeps showing up. The other great thing to do is finish your story. What happens from now until the big finish? This is a chance to create a beautiful, legendary adventure in your final chapters. We're stewards over this bit of time that we've been granted or endowed with. What will we use it for? What will we learn through it? Who will we become with it? Maybe you felt some resonance with this topic of time, some call to action, a wake up call to use your time to accomplish what you came for. That time is so precious and you have important things to do. Recent challenging global events like the pandemic have pushed many of us to slow down to rethink our priorities and think about what is most important to us. In our enforced slowdown, we've been less busy and more open to those deep questions like, why am I here? Where am I going? Am I on the right path? Have I been too busy doing unimportant things? If you're feeling stuck and blocked from something you want to do, or if you're thinking it's too late now, I hear you. Wanting something deeply and not having access to it is soul crushing. How can you use the time you have to get what you truly want? I'd love to hear from you about your story and your relationship with time. What are you learning about yourself? You can email me at fauna at faunadavis.com. It's in the show notes. And since we're transforming our relationship with time one thought at a time, Here's a thought to work on this week, and the thought is, I'm in the middle of an amazing time story. For me, it helps to remember that my story isn't finished. It's okay that I haven't figured everything out about what to do with my time yet because I'm just in the middle of the tale. The end is still unwritten, as the song goes. I'm in the middle of an amazing time story. The beginning was the setup with all the challenges and now we're in the middle of resolving it and the happy ending is ahead. So let's add that thought to last week's thought, which was I'm a time healer. Wishing you a fabulous time story. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. I would love it if you could share this episode with a friend and And please remember to email me and let me know what you're learning about your relationship and your story about time. Take care until next time.